Hey everyone, Michael J. Nelson here. This is Like Trees Walking. This is the podcast where we talk about the big issues of life, of death, of the struggle of life, of man's search for meaning, of... Um, Copyright Victor Frankl. God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are only two, the decent and the indecent. Isn't that his theory in uh, in that book? Oh, I, and I just like reread that for the first time. Not that many months ago. I have to go back and look at my notes. I don't think I've ever read it. It's I, uh, really good. Hmm. Yeah, it, it is It is as advertised. Well, I'll, I'll have to pick it up. Yeah, so we talk about big issues and we talk about small issues. We do it from a Christian perspective, but we welcome all to listen and to wrestle because we're all stuck with these issues, whether we like it or not. And the we in this formulation is uh, me, Michael J. Nelson. I believe I already said that. And... Pastor Dave Berge. Pastor Dave Berge in the house. What up? <laughs> oh, wow. I hope, he, I promise he will never do that again. This is Done. for fans. You know of, what G-O-D? That's oh, from the, whatever that Mandy Moore, Macaulay oh, Culkin movie. Of course, yes. Uh, for fans of it, this is episode 420. Woo! Party at the Moon Tower. What's your favorite stoner comedy, Mike? Well, as you might, um, as you might guess, I don't have a lot to choose from. I didn't, uh, when I was growing up, of course, Cheech and Chong ruled the roost. Um, I never saw a Cheech and Chong movie, had no desire to. I've never seen How High. Starring Method Man and Red Man, right? I, yeah. Exactly. It is really bad. Like, I saw that, um, uh, and I, and I was like of the age where, like, I was really into rap. And so it's like, you'd think I would, and that was a bad movie. It was too much for even me. Was is Fast Times at Ridgemont High considered a stoner Spicoli comedy? Spicoli is such a iconic character that it, it has such a. It's like it's Die Hard a Christmas movie is Fast Times sure. at Ridgemont okay. High a stoner movie that that's maybe too much for this podcast to get <laughs> right. into. Uh, so no, I don't. I can't think of any. Could you recommend any for me? I would. I, I would recommend. Oh God, what's the? Uh, or what was the one with Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer? I I don't know. Oh gosh, that's probably. I think my other co-host uh, Connor Lestoka is is a fan of this type of thing. I could uh, get him on the horn never. and we could patch him in. And <laughs> I, he will never stop talking. I think. About I Stone never and I never watched the old Cheech and Chong movies. They held no appeal to me. I heard the for whatever reason I'm aware of that one bit that they did that Dave's not here. Dave's man. not. Yeah. I, Which I, was like on I, their comedy record. It was, it was simpler to make people laugh back then. <laughs> <laughs> like Dave's not here, man. I will say that 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 one has being named Dave. Uh, that has come in. Um, oh, have people said that to you? No, I say it. Oh, you say Dave's not here, and man? I say it to yeah. I'll say like uh, like oh, Dave, and I'm like Dave's not here, man. And uh, you get a lot of blank stares. Oh, I get about a ba- half baked. That's the movie with half, uh, baked. half baked with Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer is a is a delightful uh, stoner romp. Jim the, Goatman Brewer wasn't yeah. he the goat man on? Uh, SNL? SNL? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Pineapple Express movie, I think, is pretty... That's the James Franco. James Franco. Seth... Uh, pretty much every movie those two make is a stoner comedy, whether <laughs> whether it wants to it, or it not. Features, uh, quite, it, it features quite prominently, so... Yeah. All right. For episode 420, there's a couple family-friendly uh, recommendations for you from well, the past. Well, we're not going to be talking about that. We're, we're going to have a big topic, and then uh, later, uh, the pastor will be quizzed in his knowledge 
One last thing, though, on the Ford. On stoner comedies? <laughs> on stoner, not stoner comedies, but just an interesting, and it intersects with the church, is that there was this pastor who uh, founded, I'm not going to talk about the pastor you think I'm going to talk about, uh, Switcheroo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a, uh, there's a guy who had a ministry, like two people in the porn industry. It was called Triple X Church. So, like, he was yeah. th- trying to um, reach out to folks who were. Uh, sure. I love these terms in in the, that community. You know, everything <laughs> everything's like a community. That in, industry, in, yeah, in the industry. So he was he was trying to reach folks who were working in there to kind of pull you know get them out of it. And uh, and there was also a component too, I think, for like screening people's use or whatever of pornography online. But anyways, he was reaching in. It was called Triple X Church, and so it was really like it would show up in you know kind of the hip relevant magazine and like you know Jesus loved porn stars that was what like the bibles they would give out would say on it to sure. try to reach these folks so i'm not casting aspersions on him he's trying to reach people who who need the gospel absolutely uh and then he then went on to found a like christian cannabis ministry so like kind of an interesting career pivot it's mm. like you know the guy who did like the triple x church thing well now he's like the weed church wow and, yeah so well, just an interesting, just a, yeah. there's a factoid for you to know. Uh, filling underserved communities. <laughs> but I think this is not like, I'm trying to reach like the pot, like, he's not like, hey, let's have like a how high and then we'll do a screening of that. I think it's like him like talking about Christian use of cannabis, which would maybe be a uh, subject for a podcast, yeah, but we're well, not going to do it now. We're not going to do that. No, what we're going to do today is talk about, uh, we talked last time about children and today... We're going to talk about fathers. What a theme. Huh? How's that for a bookend? Uh, and specifically, this issue that uh, is very personal to me in a way, and I'll get to that in a moment. I'm sure it's David has a take on this as well. But it is, um, how, do you, how, how do you approach God the Father? There's so much imagery, obviously, of... Uh, the father in the Bible. I mean, it's everywhere. It's, it's, well, it's, it's specifically, this is really the New Testament. This is Jesus's real characteristic way of talking Abba. to and about God. Yeah, Abba and the, and the father, Jesus. So when you, in the Old Testament, there are, there's limited use of kind of fatherly language towards Israel and God. And Jesus just takes this up. Like whenever he's talking about God or praying to God, it's like the father. That So he really brings that as like that, conception of god then predominates from the new testament era the christian era onward is this this concept of god as father is so right. intricately woven into the christian faith and then of course the trinity yeah father son father, and holy son holy spirit the three men i admire most yes the father son and holy ghost we're pulling out some old references here today that's good that's hip, good hey yeah. <laughs> cheech and chong <laughs> and american pie by don mcclain uh no so how do you approach this this our our god the father when you yourself and we all have had fathers and they are many times as we all are flawed people so how do you what do you do with this you know uh it's been said many ways there's books written about it um, you know, uh, it, you just told me, uh, who, who makes the speech in fight oh, club in, in fight club, uh, the Tyler Durden, the, 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 um, Brad Pitt, you know, Brad mm-hmm. Pitt character is like in one scene, he's like, shut up. You know, he's like, our fathers were our models for God. If our fathers bailed, what does that tell you about God? He's like, listen to me. You have to consider the possibility that God does not like you. He never wanted you. In all probability, he hates you. This is not the worst thing that can happen. So it's a speech. I, th- I think it's when he's like putting this lie like on um, Ed Norton's hand and it's burning. It's like, ah, 
I like, I think so. But anyways, wow. he gives a speech where he's like, our fathers are marvel for God. God doesn't love you. He doesn't he's our fathers rejected us. God doesn't care you. He doesn't love you. He even hates you. So there's a, 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 uh, you know, a projection of our earthly fathers providing a concept for what a father God would look like and how if your father rejects you, God has rejected you. God hates you. It's right there in, uh, in, in fight club. And we haven't even gotten to Al Pacino's epic characterization of God in, uh, he's an absentee <laughs> landlord in the devil's advocate. <laughs> yes. Look, but don't touch. <laughs> touch. Well, whatever. <laughs> so that's where we get most of our theology is from those two movies. No, so it's a serious topic. How do you begin to approach and to love and to get into a relationship with our creator when your own creator, father, was flawed? And that's um I'll just speak I'll speak personally about it. Um, and you know, I'll preface this by saying I have only the deepest respect and love for my own father. He was a a great guy. Um, he, he came from some tough circumstances. He himself was, uh, his father was the town drunk in a small town in Illinois, uh, and his mother abandoned his family. So he was raised by his aunts. Uh, a funny story. I met my grandfather once when we were, uh, we were getting donuts when I was like, eight or something and we are driving to the place and there's a guy being thrown out of a bar it's like in the morning it's yeah. like 10 or something yeah. so getting tossed out of a bar this old stumble bum and my dad casually says there's your grandfather oh my gosh that's the first time <laughs> that's the first time I you ever met, your met him yeah i never met him again that was it so i just had this image of like really truly being bum rushed out of a you know, wow out of a, wow a sleazy bar um, so anyway, that, that was his circumstances and he, uh, uh, so he had a tough life, very, very grew up in extreme poverty, um, joined the, uh, dropped out of high school and joined the Marines. Um, and then he got married. We had, uh, I have two older brothers and when we were very young, his wife died. My mother died when I was about three and a half. And so there he is three little kids. And so he raised us like marines yeah that was his that was his frame of reference so it was very you know if you think the great santini you're not far off do you know that movie? i don't know the great santini i'm not familiar it's with a it. robert duvall is like this this hard driving uh really rough on his kids uh it's the one who wrote uh pat conroy i believe wrote the book upon which it is based okay so that's a, a tough you know just a disciplinarian and everything so anyway baron von trapp that's Baron von Trapp. Remember, he's always having the kids. Like he has very yeah, strict but he let rules them have marionette shows and everything. That's true. So, so, so like th- we th- were not doing that. We were not allowed to have goat marionettes in our house. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't live in an Austrian uh, castle. Yes. yes. Oh. Uh, no. So when uh, and and I didn't become a Christian until my thirties, and that was a real issue for me. Like, wait, who the God? God the Father. Is he like a guy that, uh, you know, makes you sit all night, uh, you know, until you finish a banana or whatever food you hate and like will actually make you sit through the entire night? Uh, you know, he'll hit you in the head with a basketball or, you know, he'll uh, whack you around a little bit. That's God. I don't I don't know how you get there. Um, so that was an issue for me. And uh, and I don't really I don't know, speak to this pastor. I don't have an answer to how I overcame this. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it involves a 
a decoupling, like an an ability to. I mean, the the fatherly imagery that as Jesus uses it is, uses it is of support, uh, of course supposed to be one of like this intimacy, this connection, this mm-hmm. care. Um, and so the the I think letting how uh, how Jesus uses that um, uses that language be the control the controlling aspect for that you know metaphor i mean we can't help but make our own connection to our own earthly father when we hear jesus using that language but but turning more and more to how he uses it and how he understands his god god as father and how that defines actually what fatherly care um is in a fatherly relationship is more than our own experience the more we can turn towards that and let that be the defining thing and decouple those concepts as as much as insofar as like that is possible to do, um, I mean, I, I would say that's the the way to do it is is spending a lot of time reflecting upon how uh, Christ uses it. Hopefully, would uh, would allow us to see how it can be a good thing. And you know, even in our own uh, earthly father's failings, like I think we can at least appreciate that not everyone had our own experience of of our fathers, if we had a disciplinarian father or a strict father or an absent father, that there are other examples around us that we see of people who had, you know, what we would say is maybe a a version more of what we think appropriates that or approximates that. And so that does like exist in some way in in earthly relationships. And so our own uh, relationship with our fathers particularly like is not the defining thing and there's a different model and image out there that we see in the new testament and even in the world around us and so we can turn to those we can focus on those and those can help us maybe break constraints you know i i don't i don't know if that's that's helpful but that's how i would try to like direct attention and focus and help unpack that language yeah yeah i think some people obviously have it way worse than i do i do know someone that this i always thought this was beautiful that they had a uh, a terrible father. I don't know. I'm assuming substance or alcohol mm-hmm. abuse and and physical abuse to them and to this person, and then uh, left the family. And uh, the mother got remarried to the most wonderful man on the planet, who was just like the most loving. And this relationship, she adores this man. And I just thought, oh, isn't that sweet? Like the redemption of that. Yeah. And getting this picture of oh, there are these instead of having to face a life of you know, men are horrible. My only experience was with those abusive, drunken monsters. And then she gets this, this beautiful gift of someone who is like he was, she says, the perfect father. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing that that, that can happen. And, and that's a better way to look at it. Even when you've had uh, a bad start of your own paw. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not when we call, I mean, when Jesus talks about God as father, not saying it's a big man. Right, you know, in right. the sky, like that's, and it's it's hard for us because it's tough human language um, is limited, and when we're talking about God, you know, uh, we we have to. I mean, we're human beings; we can only use the tools at our disposal um, as we as we try to reflect back and 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 speak about you know the divine reality, which is of course beyond the capacity of our our language. You know, God is like a father in in these certain ways, but is not like in in these other ways, and the. The dissimilarity, um, when we think about an infinite, you know, eternal, uh, creator is, is the dissimilarity is almost as great as the similarity. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think appreciating, um, the different, the actual difference between those two. And so, yeah, it, I mean, and it's a, a, and it's a struggle too, because, you know, the reality is as, um, 
as parents, um, I mean, I think of myself as like pastor, my persona and pre- like towards my own kids, like has an influence on how they're going to understand and conceptualize God and conceive of him. Mm-hmm. And that's very daunting um, because I'm a very flawed person. So don't have children is what you're saying. No, it's just be, you know, be <laughs> referencing our last wow. episode. I'm kidding. Wow. No. Yeah. If you can never screw anyone up, if you never have any kids, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. True. So, but just being as a leader, I think, especially this notion of being above reproach, like you're not going to be perfect, but, um, that higher standard, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a, a real thing because of our failings can, um, have such a, I mean, just such absolutely devastating consequences. I mean, I've, minor ones can even trip people up, but I mean, then you think especially of cases where people are abusive towards others as parents or as uh, clergy or leaders in the church, like how that can rob people um, of of their faith or their ability to even trust in God. And what a, um, you know, what an absolute like shame that is. And so as people, I think, are trying to, if people have been through that and they're trying to rebuild from that or recover from something from that, like my heart just absolutely goes out to people who have found themselves in that situation and have had to face that. And and just understanding that um, God is tender and gracious um, towards you in the midst of that, um, in, in the midst of that, that kind of trying to rebuild and put things back together. Right. And I, I was uh, looking for resources for this. I had read years ago, I think I had read a book that was, it was a little rudimentary, but helpful. I mean, you don't always need to get super complicated with this stuff. Could not find what that was, but I went online and I did find the work of a, I guess is a famous pastor. I had never heard of him, John Bishop. And the book is, it's highly rated here on Amazon. It's called God Distorted, How Your Earthly Father Affects Your Perception of God Mm -hmm. and Why It Matters. I'm not disrecommending this book, but I did just check on who this chap was to make sure that I was, uh, you know, on the right track here. Uh, he just started serving a five-year sentence for smuggling marijuana across the border. Which is very on brand for our 420th, or episode <laughs> yes. number 420. This is not our 420th episode, but episode 420. So I should have known, this being 420, that that was going to come up. I'm not unrecommending yeah, I mean, the, the book. the content I, could yeah. be absolutely great. But if you look that up, there's many others linked. There's uh, uh, Fathered by God, Learning What Your Dad Could Never Teach You by some John Eldridge. Looks like it's highly rated by many, many people. Oh, John Eldridge is the, uh, he's like the wild at heart, like the kind of men's, man's oh, man, okay. men's thing from the late, Can you recommend late 90s. I don't know. It's probably fine. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, there's <laughs> there's plenty of resources. And uh, John Bishop, I, I hope you're doing okay in... Uh, Whatever federal penitentiary, you know, you're pay your serving. pay your debt. You know, learn your lesson. Yeah, come back, live uh, out the rest. I mean, I think he's in his mid fifties or something. He's fifty five years old. I just saw that he was sentenced when he was. Uh, Do you think he has to serve 54. all five? I it uh, the f- original story said that his the fenders and it was like a a lot of a weed. professionally packed car, you know, hidden in the frame of the car. I don't think you get away. <laughs> don't think you get a slap on the wrist for for like being, you know, a runner in a professional drug ring cartel. I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't know a lot about it and, and drug sentencing. But it seems like uh, he's. Could we get him on the show? 
Uh, I don't know. How do they allow like Skype what? and? Yeah, could you Skype or like we get them on the fo- like on the prison phone and it's like you have like three minutes, you know? What would our take on him be? It'd just be like, hey man, how the heck did this happen? And like, what are you gonna do? I think it'd be interesting to hear from. Him. I do too. Yeah. Um, just to hear from like, how do you how? And he's like, yo, you want to talk about my book? Um, God distorted? Like, no, no. <laughs> Obviously, want to talk about your major weed bust? How do you go? <laughs> Yeah, how do you like go from pastoring a mega church? I mean, this from what I read, it was like eight thousand members. Like, this is so many Vancouver's people. Vancouver's Living Hope Church, which Vancouver, is Washington. still around, and uh, according to the the people there, made a statement about how they have no ill will towards him, love him, wish him the best, and their their church is doing fine. That's good. How do you start? Just like, yeah, I'm gonna like smuggle some some pot uh, there's a vanity there's be a, um, i gotta read that it's gotta be a movie about this i mean that's remarkable that's a great yeah. movie christian mingle like the from the folks who brought you christian mingle. yeah i mean usually the the fall of a pastor is much more you know he's running off with the secretary yeah. or something let's let's be honest yeah that's a, it's thing a that it's happens a, it's, many yeah, times it's it's a it's an affair um yeah absolutely that's the common but, story but it's not b- being a drug runner. full out breaking bad is, is something you don't see that often so, uh, yeah, it's interesting. All right, yeah, let's get them on for a future show. Don't check show. my trunk, parishioners. <laughs> no, I'm strictly CBD. You know, I, I'm open my <laughs> my CBD shop. I'm taking over the, va- oh, boy, the vaping a, place. What a scam that is. I love it. Man. Have you, have you done it? No, I haven't. I uh, I bought a small bit of it. Because Did it work? That's all I could afford. No, it didn't work at all. Uh, from chronic headaches. Yeah. Uh, you know, if there's something new comes along and it's, you know, uh, basically this can't harm you. Oh, I understand. It, it I, can't. I, no. I researched it a lot and, uh, took a little bit of it. No change whatsoever. So, uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, look, if you take it and if it's it all works, working yeah. out for you, but I'm I thought it was, it was just kind of gross too. Cause you know, it does, you know, how marijuana smells. Yeah. It's good. CBD oil is like that. Dank. Like sticky, dank. <laughs> dank. Sticky, icky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did we get here? How did we get here? How high, Cheech and Chong, <laughs> pastors stuffing their cars with uh, with marijuana? Well, it's because he. Re- it's because it's our four hundred twentieth episode, and when we're researching the episode, we come across a pastor who wrote a book about yeah. reconceptualizing God as Father, who also was a drug smuggler. It's all. It's, it's a cosmic convergence, Mike. If that is not a proof of God, I don't know what is. That's Aquinas' sixth way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like. <laughs> all right we better let's take a break from this we'll take madness. A break. we got uh, a quiz coming up yeah pastor will be uh put in the dock on the dock in the dock in the dock in the dock no in the dock is the british term for Gone on trial dock. yes so uh pastor will be on trial in just a moment but uh this is uh like trees walking we'll be back in a second world in the usual way but there were planes to catch and bills to pay he learned to walk while it was away well, folks, before life passes you by, like the cats in the cradle, please, please, please don't miss your opportunity now to make a difference in this world and to rate us and review us wherever you find this podcast. But Apple Podcasts is basically the place where uh, it would be most helpful for us. If you would do us, uh, you would do it. We are, Our goal is to get, by the time this episode uh, airs, that we would have 100 after it. Uh, we'd have 150 ratings. Um, and a couple more reviews. So if you found this, if you enjoy it, um, please, please uh, rate it and review it in Apple Podcasts. Also, thanks to everyone who follows us um, on social media. So uh, at LTW Pod or um, 
our Facebook page if you liked it. Um, uh, folks reach out, they interact, uh, shall share humorous anecdotes, even people sharing disgusting foods with us. So, uh, through these venues, so, uh, much good has come from it. And so I just really, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we will keep making these episodes, um, for you and for our own amusement, but, but it's nice to know that we're not just speaking into the void, that there are people out there listening. So thank you everyone who's let us know, um, that our efforts here are not in vain. Let's get back to the show and uh, see what happens with this quiz. And we are back. Hey, I thought of one other, uh, the, the father movie, um, Field of Dreams. Isn't that a bit? I remember when that came out, there was all these articles about men going to see it and just like weeping. spontaneously weeping. Yes. Like, I, I don't get that, even given my circumstances. <laughs> Having a cat, it's like the opportunity to like that you missed to be able to do, go back and do that one I, more time. I get it. It just doesn't touch me in, in a way. It's I, very touching. I, I, love uh, I love that movie. I have reverse field of dreams with my boys because I, I'll have a catch anytime, any day. And I'd always go to the, my kids like, Hey, come on, let's go, go to the park, have a catch. I'd be like, nah, I don't think so. Dad. <laughs> well, what are you doing to me? You're killing me. Yeah. So I've, I have reverse field of dreams. My kids, I try to, they're not good at catching. They're still in the like, they're getting old enough, but like kind of scared of the ball yeah, when it's sure. thrown at them. Yeah. Which is once you can get over the fear of an object hurtling towards you, catch is great. I love. I mean, I loved playing catch with my dad. That movie is so it, Mike. It's so obviously like sentimental. And it, it is. T- it's it so is. I, I like it a little more as I get older. Like I like it. I mean, you know, Burt Lancaster as the doctor. That's a sweet oh, little. That's a. That's great a nice one. little. Uh, a nice little piece of it stuck in the throat and it's like he sacrifices his like you know ability to go play this game yeah. to save her life oh it's got all kinds of good stuff i was at a uh driving back home from a bachelor party once when we were within enough distance of that field that it you know taking a detour and going to it would have been okay it would have been another hour two hours out of our way the whole thing and was with a guy and i said nah, i want to get home i you know gotta you know work tomorrow and all this stuff and He's just never forgiven me. This is like 20 years ago. He'll bring it up. Like, yeah, I had still an exist? opportunity to see the Field of Dreams, but I guess I couldn't. Yeah. Does it still exist? It does. Field? I think they played a game there recently as a stunt or something. Yeah. Anyway, that's Field of Dreams. Uh, now, Pastor, you, uh, you have to uh, go through a quiz here. The quiz is on fathers. How, uh, how confident are you? Well, I mean... What what do you mean fathers? The quiz is on. Well, fathers. look, I had to pull up the quiz, all right? So now I can narrow it down a <laughs> little bit. That's a very you. broad thing. This is uh, TV shows, dads, first names. Can you name them from Ooh. the children? Oh, uh, boy. I give you the children. I'm, uh, You give me. I'm 50%. Okay. If uh, I get half, I'll be happy. I think you're going to do fine. Pebbles Flintstone. Oh, uh, Fred. Is correct. Uh, Greg, Peter, Bobby, Marsha, Jan, and Cindy. Well, that's Mike Brady. Is correct. Meg, Chris, and Stewie Griffin. Oh, uh, this is Pete. This family guy. This is Peter Griffin. Judy and Elroy Jetson. Oh, George Jetson. Meet him. Meet George Jetson. Opie Taylor. Oh, Andy. Uh, Andy. Andy Griffith. This one baffles me. Eric and Lori Foreman. 
Eric and Lori Foreman. Chuck? <laughs> Chuck? No. No. Uh, Foreman Grill. Okay, I guess you got to give up to continue playing the quiz. All right, there we go. Okay, uh, Wednesday and Pugsley Adams. Well, this is the Adams family, but I don't know the Adams family dad's name. Uh, really? No. Uh. Uh-uh, um. It's it's out right now. It's in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You didn't know that? It's an animated. Oh, thing. Um. Yeah. Uh. Ansel Adams. His name is Gomez. Gomez, of course. Sandra, Denise, Theo, Vanessa, and Rudy Huxtable. Oh. <laughs> America's dad, Cliff Cliff Huxtable. Golly. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's so sad. It's like, so sad. It's so, like, why did he do, don't do that, so man. So sad. Uh, moving quickly past that, man. George Michael Bluth. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 my gosh. Oh, this is like one of those classics. Think, think of Job saying his name and you'll get it right away. Oh. Because you know how Job talks. I know how he talks. And he says, Michael. Michael. Michael Blue. Michael, that's what I was going to say, but I was like, it's too... George Michael. George Michael. Yeah. Yep, Michael Blue. Uh, Chuck Ritchie and Joni Cunningham. Oh, the Cunninghams. Uh, Arthur. <laughs> Arthur Fonzarelli yeah, is Arthur not Fon- their father, uh, no. I don't remember. Howard. Uh, DJ Stephanie and Michelle Tanner. Oh, of course. The great Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. Uh, this is tough. Adam Haas and Little Joe Cartwright. Uh, that is, what is... I don't even know what that is. I mean, like, oh, Gunsmoke or... Ponderosa? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Ben Cartwright. Okay. Francis, Reese, Malcolm, Dewey, and Jamie Wilkerson? What? That's not even a show. That's... No one's heard of this show. Okay. Allie, Michael, and Jeffrey Barron? John. Barron? John Barron? I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Kelly and Bud Bundy? Oh, uh, Al. Al Bundy. Gloria Bunker. Archie. There you go. Wally and Theodore Cleaver. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Wally? No, no. Wally and Theodore. Uh, uh, so, leave it to Beave, the Beaver. I don't remember Beave's dad's name. Ward. Ward. June and Ward Cleaver. There we go. Bart, Lisa, and Maggie Simpson. Homer. Hillary, Carlton, Ashley, and Nikki Banks? Do you? I don't know what oh, that uh, is. Oh, um, oh, my. Well, it's from... Uh, um, that's Fresh Prince of Bel Air, okay. and it's um, oh my God, can I remember his name? It's the 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 judge, Judge. Uh, oh come on, David! Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Julian. <laughs> he has the uh, uh, first name of a cigarette manufacturer as well. Um, Philip. Philip. Philip Banks. Yes, Cal. Fraser and Niles. Uncle Crane. Phil. Uncle Phil. Uh, Oh, uh, I don't remember the, I don't remember Frazier's dad's name. John, whatever, the actor, the Chicago guy. Uh, Martin Crane. Martin Crane, yeah. Uncle Phil. How did I miss Uncle Phil? Well, um, I don't know. You got about 80%. That's not bad. That's not too bad. I missed a couple layups, though. The Uncle Phil, the Michael Bluth, like, but you just don't trust your instincts sometimes where it's like, Michael Bluth. It's like, yeah, they called him Michael. Like, come on, Michael. Yeah, they called him that a lot. Yeah, all the time on the show. Yeah. They're calling him Michael. Well, there it is. Dads and weed. That's what we talked about today. Well done. This is a life well lived. And we're asking people to go and rate us. All right. Fair enough. Uh, any last words? What is the name of Michael Bluth's dad? Oh, oh boy. Yeah, now I'm on the spot. Yeah, see? Oh, 
Uh, Howard? No. No, uh, what is his name? Raymond? What's the uh, act? Who's the actor? <laughs> uh, transparent? Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah, Jeffrey, who. Uh, he was not. Hank? Remember when he was Hank on um, the Gary Shandling show? Uh uh-uh, uh. I didn't watch the Gary Shandling show, which people rave about. His, uh, uh, his catchphrase was, hey now. I thought that was deliciously bland and uh but that's he was like, oscar bluth oscar okay oh no he oh he plays oscar and i think that's like the twin oh brother. Yeah. so it's george george bluth george. senior yeah george bluth senior and then okay, oscar so his that, twin brother like george michael gotcha it all makes oh, sense now it's all making sense i may uh, have committed a little light, a light treason, treason. <laughs> <laughs> so good anyway. all right that's a <laughs> what a sh- what a show let's have him on the show i <laughs> can we get him you know you can talk to his people i will i will all right well we'll be back with another big topic and obviously more small topics as well i'm michael j nelson i'm david Berge. this is like trees walking so long 